I had always written off marathons because I was just like beyond what's what's possible in 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 my world. Dizruns Radio episode eleven hundred and forty four starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode doesn't officially have a sponsor, but just a reminder of one of the the things I have that I'm giving away is a little guide on heart rate training. A few tips, a few tricks, in my opinion, maybe some vital keys, some things that I have learned over the years. Uh, Goodness, what's it been now? Been been almost uh, five years, just over five years, five and a half years. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've been doing heart rate training. I've learned a few things. Obviously, I've talked about it a bunch. Some of you have tried it and liked it. Some of you have tried it and been like, oh, hell no. Uh, some of you maybe are still thinking about it. And if you're if you're maybe in that boat or maybe you've, you've been in it a little bit, but you're still struggling to figure it out, these keys might be helpful for you. I think they're pretty, pretty I don't know, pretty simple in terms of, of implementation. Uh, the guide is pretty easy to understand. Uh, but check it out at disruns.com slash heart rate keys. Disruns.com, all one word, everything spelled out, heart rate keys. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's a free download. It's, it's like a, 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 it's more like a, a seven seven slide presentation with some links and some information on there. Hopefully it'll be useful for you. Uh, but like I said, some things that I've learned over the years, things I wish I would have known in the early days that uh, if you're still in the early days of heart rate training or maybe kicking around the idea, you might find it useful. So check it out, disruns.com slash heart rate keys. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey y'all, my guest today is someone that uh, probably should have had on the podcast years ago because we've had various conversations and emails back and forth and social media back and forth, but uh, I guess better late than never. So uh, looking looking forward to it today for sure. Uh, He's been a runner for a while now um, and typically finds himself up near the front of uh, most of the races he competes in. But uh, as is the case for, for all of us, life hasn't always been smooth sailing. Um, so, you know, we've got some, some things to get into today, some ups, some downs, hopefully more ups than downs, but I'm looking forward to digging into the story and, and hearing uh, a lot of the nitty gritty. So let's get the party started by welcoming Mr. Tommy Ramirez to the show. Uh, thanks for joining uh, us today, Tommy. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you f- for the kind intro. That was, that was a very good description because more than anything, I want people to know that I am like them. I'm, I want you to be able to identify with me because like, I was probably like you most of my life. But the majority of my life, you know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't anything spectacular of a runner when it was in uh, grade school. When we would do the, the um, field day, I would um, like never do any of the dashes because I would get smoked. I mean, I probably could run longer than anybody, but I had no speed at all. And 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 um, the one thing that I did have was guts <laughs> and that I attribute to my sister. And this is a story I've told a lot of times, but I'll make it quick is. Um, she was very proud of me. So uh, a lot of times when we were young, we'd ride downtown. Uh, we lived in uh, West Dundee, uh, which is like a Chicago suburb, 45 minutes northwest. And it's a river valley. So there's a lot of hills. I got good at hills when I was young. And we'd ride down to the dime store and I'd get a magazine and she'd go back and say, I'll wait for you at the park. 
Okay, when I got my little BMX magazine, I'd go ride back to her. And by that time, she was a cute, like, she probably would have been like seven years old, cute little seven-year-old girl, that there'd be always like guys hanging around her. <laughs> that happened all the time. And and she'd talk to them and she'd be playing with them. And she'd be like, what you guys going to do? And they'd be like, oh, we're going to go ride our bikes up the hill here like 10 times and get real strong. And she'd say something like, oh, yeah, you know what? My brother's pretty good. I'll bet when he gets back, he could race you 10 times and he'll beat you every time. <laughs> and I'd come back from the dime store and she'd have this smirk on her face and she'd say, uh, hey, bro, guess what? I was talking <laughs> to these guys and they're going to ride their bike up the hill 10 times. And I told them you could beat them every time. And like some people might think that is a mean thing. But like she 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 loved me a lot and believed in me. And she wanted she was she was putting me up to do that. She was just bragging. I mean, she was bragging. In, in all sincerity, but, but she also wanted to put the boys in their place. So, uh, I, I got it. I got in a, a very young age, I got put in, in that daring phase and, uh, enough that it helped me succeed further down the road. Um, uh, that was, and that, which is funny because I, I, I sent you, uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but I sent you an email that like, uh, when I was in cross country in college, I won an award for a certificate for being the most daring person on the team, <laughs> which, which was that, that primarily was because we would race against um, like uh, division one schools and not have a prayer at all. And like when the gun went off to go, I was the only one that had to look on their face. Like I'm going to try and win, <laughs> even though there was no chance and I knew there was any chance. But anyways, I was um, uh, okay. Now to get things going to where we're going to go, um, to move on with the story is uh, when I was in like uh, eighth grade and end of eighth grade, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor mm. and like that was the end of eighth grade. And so like I was like lived, eat and breathed sports like football, football. I went to all the Chicago Bears games, the home games from their 1985 season where they won the Super Bowl. So that was a good year to um, be a Bears fan. Yes, sure. it was. It was. And like so I was like I was like like football, 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 football. And I couldn't wait to get to high school so I could play football and like. So like uh, eighth grade is over. I go to Mayo Clinic and have uh, uh, surgery by the uh, very prestigious uh, neurosurgeon, Dr. Robert Laws. Look him up on Wikipedia. Fascinating man. And like you cannot, cannot strike the jackpot better than having him as your doctor. Um, and the surgery he did was like that was the first time it had ever been done before. And like they, they took me and took my head apart in several pieces. And like the funniest thing was – uh, like recently when I was in the hospital and had MRI on my brain, one of the guys came back, he said, were you in a motorcycle accident? And I'm like, no, he's like, he's like, well, your skull looks like it's been in an <laughs> accident. I'm like, I go, no, that's just like the most amazing work you've ever seen in your life of a, a person taking apart someone's skull and putting it back together. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, um, I, I came out of the hospital in a week, the Mayo clinic, I was on my way home back in a week. Um, uh, like 36 stitches in my head and like there's a couple of little rings I have to hold my skull together. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so, so now it's like, okay, where do you go from here? Um, probably not to play was, football. Like that, that probably, exa end football exactly. Career. That was it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I didn't get to play football, but I did have an option to run <laughs> since I, I had did, I did run in, uh, um, middle school. I, I did all four sports in middle school. Just, just something I want to do wrestling, uh, track cross country and basketball and um naturally i did go on to play basketball um and 
even with uh, the doctor's approval, basketball was a bit touch and go because it was a bit physical and like you get it's like it's like um, it's kind of like I don't know it's like it's like breaking a bone I guess like it's like it gets fixed but it's never quite the same. It's like if if you hit me in the head in the right place, it hurts really bad to this day. <laughs> I'm very sensitive about that. But so I played basketball for a couple years and then did track and then I got recruited for cross country and did that was like a second uh, place third place runner on the team. Nothing spectacular. But, um, uh, I had friends on the team and they wanted me there and it was, it was fun. So I just kept going with it. And, um, my, let's see, my senior year of high school, I was like, uh, I was, was it, I was fifth place in the one mile race in the sectionals. Now this goes back once again to my daring thing is on that day. It was like, okay, this is the day you're going to do it. You're going to do it. I take off in first place no brains whatsoever. <laughs> and I had, I have a, a lead for the first three laps and I'm just cooking. And then, then it gets to the last 100 and, um, and I'm running running. And I'm just like, Oh no, this is bad. And all of a sudden I see this guy that I knew, knew growing up. He's my, my next door neighbor's best friend, Kevin guy, boom, just books right past me with like 10 feet to go. Oh. And there's just nothing I could do about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first quote medal or trophy in any running events ever. <laughs> so, so that was, that was cool. But like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I might've guessed some of the guys by going out, like, like that was a good strategy. I didn't intend it to be that way, but I might've blown up, blown up some of the field doing, going out so fast. <laughs> Probably and force, blow yourself up a little bit. Yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, fortunately I could hold on long enough. That's right. the other thing is holding on long enough. <laughs> <laughs> but you you, can't, you have to you have to be able to to say you know what if I what if I fail? <laughs> well, and that's, and that's the calculus when you're racing. Yes, you exactly. Know, for for wins, like like it's, yes. it's, you got to no, go for it yeah. or or not. But then maybe you don't have time to catch up. So it's 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 a coin flip either way. Yes, exactly. And 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 the the more times it succeeds, the more times you're going to try it again, mm. and the more times it's going to work. <laughs> Right. Right. I don't, I don't advocate for, for blowing yourself up, but it's like, sometimes you just got to take yourself out of the comfort zone. Even just like, I was, this is last Sunday. This was a, three days ago. I was um, on my road bike riding with some fast riders and we were on the section of the road where we always go faster and, um, they weren't speeding up. And I was like, I, I hate being clogged up behind a bunch of traffic here mm-hmm. when they're kind of putzing where people are hitting their brakes and stuff like that. It's safer up front. I'm like, yeah, but if you do that, you're going to have to like <laughs> work hard. And then once you get to the front, you're going to have to pull the crowd mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not feeling it. And then I thought, you know what? This would be a good test for my race coming up on Saturday yep. in Winter Park. <laughs> okay. So, boom, I go out to the, go out to the front uh, and I just fly past the whole field. I get out front and it's like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. And I'm just dying, dying, dying. It's like, and it's like any second now they're going to come flying past me and I'm just going to be dead. And I'm just like fighting it, fighting it, fighting, fighting. I give a little peek back and I've got like 20 feet on them. And I'm like, oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so, yeah. So like, yeah, daring is in the whole thing there. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's, I'm sure that's a, a topic that's going to kind of keep coming up or a thread that's probably going to, going to pull through all this is, is, is that kind of competitive spirit starting at a, at an early age? But we we dove right into the story, Tommy, and you didn't let me get into all the the housekeeping oh. stuff. It's all right, you know, we'll we'll make it work. We'll, we'll get back there. We got back there. No no factor. All right. All right. Um, but y'all, if you enjoyed today's conversation, you want to connect with Tommy on the Instagrams? Run fast to win FL. Run fast. The number two 
winfl on Instagram, disruns.com slash 1144. Uh, like Tommy already mentioned, he sent some sent a lot of photos over, so we'll have some, some good uh, photo, some visual documentation of some of the stories that he's talking about today, no doubt. Um, and, of course, we'll have links and, and contact information and all that stuff linked up in the show notes as well, disruns.com slash 1144. So a little bit backwards than uh, the normal the normal flow here, Tommy, but, hey, you know, we adapt, we adjust. Like that's, that's part of, of running. That's part of life. That's, you know, you just kind of go with the flow sometimes. We got into a little bit of your running history, but before we get back into some of the stories and some of the progressions, um, I, I still have to ask, even though I guess technically it's no longer the introductory question, since we already kind of got into some of the introductory stuff. Uh, but what at this point in your life, you've been running for, for a minute. And we'll, like I said, we'll get back to some of that for, for here in, in just a second. But what is your favorite distance to race and why? Okay, at age 51, let's that's real, we'll, we'll catch up there. Yeah, we'll, we'll timeline it to where we are right it's, now. It's not what it is for most people, but like like I said, I came through the through the, the ranks of middle school, high school running and stuff like that, and was never anything spectacular. College college running wasn't anything spectacular at all, um, uh, without a doubt. I can run faster now than when I was in college, but um, back in those all those days of running, I would have said. I, I wouldn't have, I would have said like a 10 K or something like that. I, Cause I never ran very long distances. And then like up until like a few years ago, I would have said like a five K that's a, like a long drive for a very short race. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Cause I, I didn't, when I went my first year of college, they didn't have a cross country team. So, and that's when I lived in the suburbs of Chicago, I drove to Chicago like every weekend doing races. Cause I just, I was so irked that there wasn't a team I wanted to race. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to say 5k because, um, it's so, there's so much that happens so quickly. Like I'll just, I'll say like when you're at, at my level and I believe you can be at my level. And that's one thing that encourages me, encourages me so much about Instagram. Cause I love finding these people that are like, just things are just starting to click. And it's like, like I can see that's, that's me. That's where I, I see where I, when I was like that. And then like everything is magical there because like, it's, it's like a snowball rolling down the hill. Once it just starts going and going and going, it's like everything just gets better. And it's like, you're seeing things through new, new eyes. It's like, you're like level 10 of a workout is not a 10 anymore. Right. It's like you, you, you've knocked through that wall that like you're hitting 20 and it's not feeling like, a 20, you know, it's feeling like a 10 was, you know, it's like, and it's like, um, so I would say a 5k because it's like, you know, it's like that first, like 20 seconds, there's a lot that happens in that strategy. Um, when you're, when you're racing at the level I am, which is a level you could be at, you know, and you're saying, no, 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 not me. Okay. <laughs> there's always, you know, and of course you've always got age groups and stuff like that. You can deal with this. That's the great thing about running. Right. Um, no matter what age you are, you always have age groups to deal with. Um, and like, as you're, if, if you're getting older, like I am older, that's the sweet spot. Like once you're between 40 and 50, that's the sweet spot because you have so many places you can get, you can get masters, you can get division one, two, three, you can get overall. It's, let's not close the door. <laughs> There's so many options of places you can win, you know, and a person, of course, if a person's in your age group and they get the masters, they move up out of your age group and that lose a, a new spot for you. So there's, right. like I said, there's, there's so many great options. That's the, the sweet spot of racing right there. <laughs> but anyways, like, um, um, so if you're not one of being the daring, like I said, there's the strategies you can, you can say how, what's the, what's the easiest way to win this race? Um, I like one of my favorite race, um, that I ever did a 5k was the, um, that was the run for the trees in 2018. And I think you can watch that race on YouTube. 
it's just run for the trees 5k um i think that's that'll get you there if you search that and that was a 5k and there was a guy next to me that i did at the time i didn't know him his name was caesar and we took off the first mile and just blew it up and just left the the pack behind us gone <laughs> and like we we're going incredibly you know we we're, were doing like 515 mile and um and it at like i think yeah in the first half mile I, I i thought to myself i'm like this is like too much work okay <laughs> so right then i'm like okay there's a better way to win this race and i had won the race i i i ran the race the year before and won masters mm. uh which is always a good trophy to have it's a nice good looking trophy the masters <laughs> some more encouraged you encourage you that there's 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 hope uh the um so um i kind of was familiar with the course and i knew at the end the last mile is just all on dirt and it's ugly so it's like that's when you're hurting so i thought to myself okay i don't want to run this fast to win this race too long so i'm just going to go behind him so i just tuck in right behind him nice and tight so i'm controlling his pace like i'm like like getting as close to his shoes as i can when i'm when i'm running making him go oh this guy's right on top of me i'm making him pick up the pace so he's picking it up picking up picking up picking up and eventually wearing himself out <laughs> okay and then i've got like in my i remember the previous year i made my move too early at the end so like i'm like as soon as we hit the dirt that's when he's gonna feel the weakest and and that's when i'm gonna go he's i've worn him out he's gonna he's gonna be running a dirt his feet are gonna be slipping and uh that's when he'll be the weakest so if i if i make a strong move right then it's gonna hurt <laughs> <laughs> okay so i remember, I remember uh for, like fortunately this this got caught on video because <laughs> this is like one of those things that would have been the, a great whopper that no one would ever believe because like it just I, I i happened to do something incredible and it's on video okay so so i'm running behind him we get to the dirt we get to the dirt and just boom i just turn it on and like like the on the video you see the the camera go see me you see me on the right side and then all of a sudden you look the camera goes back and he's like 30 feet back <laughs> and I'm flying like Superman because like, like I, I know, I know that I've got him like no chance. Like, like I, I passed him so hard that like he just couldn't retaliate, you know? And I was like, um, I always like to say, think my sister with her running, cause she's not a runner, but she's done some pretty impressive, uh, marathons over the years, all on guts, which I don't encourage because you will pay the price later. You can do it on guts, but <laughs> it's not good to your body. <laughs> okay. Um, so I always say it's like when you pass a person, it's like fuel. Think that think of them as having fuel. You take you steal their fuel from them. So their gas is gone and you've got their gas because you whenever you're passing people, that's a good happy part for you in your head. And I'm, I'm all about doing any, anything you can to make yourself better. It's like talking to yourself in good ways in your head and uh, and feeling strong. So you, you, you pass that person, you take their gas they no longer have that gas. <laughs> so you're going to be faster. You're going to, and they're weaker. And it's like, you give me a race. Like, I mean, those are the best races. In my opinion, I did a, I did a, um, 10 K last year, or actually 10 K during COVID where it was all seated. And I had registered the night before. So they had me go last. And like, you run from behind through the field like that, if you're a strong runner and like, Oh man, that's like the best drug ever because yeah. <laughs> you just feel so strong. <laughs> so like, yeah, passing people and it's like, well, you got to be gutsy about it. And it's like, I held on that, that, that 5k I was talking about that I just got side, side railed on. I, I think I finished with like a 622, uh, a 1622 
uh, overall time, which was fast. <laughs> that was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> that was a PFR me, and it's like I had no clue I was going to do that that day. You know, and it's like it's like you put yourself in that position, and sometimes it'll work out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I said, the more time that happens, the better at it you you get doing it because it's like the longer you can hold on to things. You know, it's like you're you're you're, you're teaching your brain I can do this. You know, right. so well, and it's, it's like a lot of things where you just you know experience plays a a factor, and the, the more times that you do something, whether it's a running thing or a, something else physical or or some you know work task or, or whatever it might be, the more times you do something, the more you start to figure out like like whether it's intuitive, whether it's experience, a little bit of both, but like you know you just kind of figure out the time and you figure out all right, like like you know. What, in, in in your example, you know, wait for the dirt. Like you knew the dirt was coming. You'd been there before. You, you've done this race before. Uh, make your move there, and and you know you got you got a good chance. You go too early. Well, maybe it's it's not so much. Maybe you do go too early. Maybe you go too late. Maybe there's not enough time. So you kind of you kind of figure those things out. But I'm I'm curious, Tommy. Um, you know, you I, I know that you've run some some pretty fast marathons, and and I, you've done some longer stuff certainly in, in the marathon range um, over the years. Even though we've been talking a little bit about the 5K. What what? How much different is the strategy when you're really trying to race hard for you, a 5K versus, you know, racing hard a marathon? Obviously, the distance is much greater. Um, you probably have to be a bit more patient. But but how do you kind of change it? Does the, chat, does the strategy change or is it kind of the same, just, just drawn out differently because of the, the distance of the race? I'd say for the 5K, I'm more concerned about the paces. And I I, I do something probably very different than most people uh, when it comes to races, whereas, and I, I am, um, I'm a product of technology without a doubt, without the technology we have today, um, I would not be at the level I am in terms of like, like, um, in, in terms of watches and stuff, fitness watches and stuff like that these days. Like I started in like two, when I, my, my running went through a bit of a revival. I've always been running, running my whole life. But like I said, like, I'd show up at the 10 K and run like a 44, like every time mm-hmm. and it never changed. And I, I was, I was happy at that and said that that's, that's who I am. That's who I'm meant to be. And, um, so, um, what I, in, uh, 2006, I believe it was when, uh, Nike had the, 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 the little pod you could put in your shoe and it, it would, it was like a, it could, uh, had an accelerometer and it would, and you could, you could plug it into an iPod and it would like the, the little, the, the minis and stuff like this, very, the smaller ones they had or the, the nanos. And, um, uh, I started running with that and like, like that was the first time I could like run a mile and it would say you ran a mile in like six minutes and 20 seconds. And it's like, that's just how I'm wired. I needed the attaboy. <laughs> you just, so like for me to look down and see my watch say like, 632 no that was i had gone a mile that was like one thing that for me to hear it in my head saying you just did this that cha- that put me at a whole nother level and like made me hungry for it and then of course since i was running with the the music in my hand i would music player i i, I would uh i would i started listening to music and the funny thing is like when i was in college i, I would just harass my team captain about like, you're not a runner. You, you run with music. <laughs> I always hated, I always hated that. Like growing up is like, it's like, cause I, I mean, even the smallest Walkman back there was like <laughs> a size right. of a football. Right. So, so yeah, it was just kind of like, like you gotta, you gotta be serious and focus on your running. And I, like, I remember this was probably like in 2008, 
that was the first time I cracked 40 in a 10K, and that was like my first race running with a Nano and headphones. And I remember just going to the front of the line at the, the I remember going to the starting line. And it was a smaller race, and I was like thinking, like, man, you look like such a goof. You got your headphones on, you got your Nano, nano in your hand, like <laughs> you're you're looking like this is the guy. This is the guy we're gonna beat. <laughs> Boy, in these days, everybody's yeah. got their headphones so, on. Yeah. So, but it was like it's like I, it was it was it was a major leap for me because I was like I'm like I I I didn't like having like the having to worry about my headphones falling out or anything like that. And it was like, I, I think I did like a 38, uh, 38 minute 10 K that day. And it was like, I remember it was cold out. I remember it like, cause it was like, like when I was younger, like, and I had run, run the 10 Ks, I remember like at the end of the race, seeing people coming, going like coming in like at 38 minutes. And I'd be like, man, if I could do that, that would be just like the coolest thing ever. I'd be happy. And then people come in like at 36 and 35 and it'd be like like i would never dare to dream of that never never ever because it's like that no that's not possible that's 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 from the gods the, the running gods you know you've run that fast now and like now my 30 my p my pr on the 10k is like a 34 Goodness. uh 34 somewhere around there so <laughs> i've i've gone under like uh like 34 a handful of times wow. so hopefully again soon <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that brings but, up a, an interesting question, I think, or at least a, maybe an a interesting line of topic is is something that I've I've discussed with folks uh, various times. You know, athletes I coach, people on the podcast, whatever the case might be. But the idea of you know, and, and I mean, I guess at some point, probably, you know, the the PRs are behind us. At some point, you get old enough, and father time catches up to to everybody. Um, but this idea of, of running some of your fastest races, you know, in, in the last handful of years, and, and like you said earlier, you're 51, um, all of us are older than we've ever been. Um, it, anything that, that you can point to, maybe you were getting to this part of the story and if, if so, apologies for kind of cutting in, but like, like getting faster, maintaining some of these, these, you know, pretty, pretty good paces. I mean, shoot a 30, 34 minute 10 K that's, that's a bit beyond my stratosphere at the moment. Um, how do I, how do I catch up to you? you know, I'm 41, so I got 10 years to catch up to where you are today. Like, like what has worked for you over the years of of getting older, but also not only okay. maintaining pace but yes. getting faster. I learned to listen, and like I said, like I said, technology was a huge importance to me getting better. And and part of that was like when when you had like um like the GPSs on your phone that you could run with. In fact, like I've I've run four Disney marathons where you can see me running with my iPhone in my hand and headphones, the string going down to the, the my hand. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, but using using apps that that can have like training programs with them, that was a big thing. Like the Nike, the Nike, uh, I think it's I, I forget what it's called now. It's got it's an acronym that they have for the new the new uh, the the Nike app. Uh, for the phone, for the phone, smartphones these days, I forget what it is, but it's like, and, and, uh, primarily I got like, I, I had a, it was called the Adidas Fit Smart, which I still consider, consider the best training watch of all time. Mm -hmm. They came in in colors of white and black. And like, like that, like that put me at a home, like, it's like, it taught me how to train properly. And it's like, most importantly, it taught me how the importance of, of taking care of myself as old, older person, mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay. Um, and the fact that like warmups and cool downs are important because it's like, it's like, like I got to remember I, I ranked cross country in college and high school and stuff like that. So I was like Joe runner on the block and like, like everyone in everyone, everybody knew who I was growing up in terms of that. So I'd be like, okay, the last thing I want to do is go out of my driveway and be the slowest person going down the street right. <laughs> let, and let alone coming back, being the slowest person on the street. So it's like, 
when you when you start care, when you stop caring about your average pace for the the dur- duration of your workout and and focusing on taking it easy on yourself that's when things are going to get things that's when things got better for me and i always i always i hated it because like like after i got better people people would want to run with i go to like a club run and they'd be like what are your paces and i'm like i'm like well i'll just run with you and it's like usually that means like this is the guy we're going to beat i i, I hate that <laughs> how that happens at, at club runs all the time whereas it's like it's like it's like as, as, soon, as soon as you can put your pride aside and say the value is on t- taking care of myself and it's not that overall average that matters. That's when, that's when I would, I would say like, you guys don't understand, like I get better running slow. So don't feel like you're running too slow for me. There, there is never, as long as you're running, it's good. So, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's that, like I said, that, that little, I, I love, I love the little, the little, um, the Adidas training program that like taught me the value of, of training correctly with, with varied, uh, workouts as, primarily like speed workouts and it had like a little, like a little, the, the, the wristband would, would light up so you could see it out of the corner of your eye. So like, you didn't have to like do the watch look where you have to turn your wrist to look at the face of it. Like, so like when I was running in the dark, I could see a blue, blue glow out of the corner of my eye, which meant it was like, um, I was in the good spot. Um, and then like it would, it, it, it blink like, and then it would change green. So you could tell you had to speed up. And that had, like I said, more, that 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 had a, uh, a like a uh, when you when you uh, when you uh, um, hit your hit all those targets you were in pace for all the targets you were supposed to it, it'd score you and like I said that's a, that's like the it's like when you can when you can gamify those things in apps that's always a, a good thing for me it's just like it's kind of like people in their step counters you know it's like you add a game to it and people get plugged in and and hooked on it whereas like I always like I always wanted to get a hundred percent on my workouts. Right. with that stuff and it's like like i said that was a huge like when you when you added the, and of course like music i'm a big music guy so like when you ever could put, put my mind in a whole different level with music <laughs> at full volume that's going to help so uh um like i said i'm a i'm a big fan of that you know um uh and uh let's see i i kind of lost track where i was going here <laughs> okay uh let's see or let's see how do i get back to it i was i was thinking about the mar- oh, I, I was mentioning my, I do my paces. I do my, I do, I'm, I'm for those five K's. I'm more concerned about r- not running too fast. Whereas like prior to the race, I kind I will, I will guess, I will guess my, my, the times I want to, I want to hit and I'll, I'll make a workout in, in, in like, like with, with my Garmin where I'll say like for the first, for the first half mile, the pace should be no lower than, than this and no higher than this. Like say like, it'll say like, like no faster than a like a a, a five fifteen, with and no slower than a five thirty, <clears throat> and like that's just kind of to help put the brakes on me mm-hmm. if I'm going stupid fast, <laughs> right. and I always I always encourage like for races to do half mile splits because like you can dig yourself into a world of debt with a mile split when you get that split and it's like like it's it's like it's too late to fix it you know it's like you're like oh that was that was like like if you're going too fast <laughs> you've worn, you've worn yourself too much to you want yourself out before you realize it is I need to back off now. So like, you know, like I was, I was saying, I, I'll like, I'll, I'll make my, so like, I'll just load that workout before the race. And, um, that's, that's a good way. Cause it's like, it's like, and like, I, 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 I have the miles where I, I know I can like, 
like like if 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 I go too fast there it's okay like and and like they're like they're more like I said I think of them more like as bumpers to keep me on path because like sometimes I'll be I'll, I I won't make them but I don't get I don't get bent out of shape if I'm like too fast or too slow because I I give them a little bit little grace on the sides. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's key I think and, because you know just as humans like you know it, it, I don't know I maybe it's maybe some people have an easier time with it than I do but like trying to run exactly at whatever pace you know it, it it to use your example try to like if the goal pace is whatever 522 um to try to be exactly on that the whole the whole way or at least the whole half mile like that's tough but if you go 515 to 530 or again obviously scale that up or scale that down for for each individual person you give yourself a little bit of wiggle room if you're if you're a little bit hot out of the gate or you takes you know you get behind somebody that's a little bit slower or you get boxed in a little bit like you've got some some wiggle room to still be close enough that you can make up or you can you can adjust as needed um without getting in your head of like oh shoot like i'm i'm six seconds too slow like okay like you'll, you'll be okay um but you're still within the zone so so keep on keeping on Yep, but I, I like it, like the, like like yeah, I, and I think for me a lot of it is hearing that when I'm when I hear something somebody say that to me that's like that's like a like the reward you know it's like I'm like yeah I did good there, and it's like I try to try to keep it as, like so I like to I like to as I was saying I like to do them as as a as a training event in the calendar that way because like on race day I'm a nutball. I'm bad enough as it is. You know, it's like my I lose my my mind. It's like I got to keep everything as easy as possible. So like. If it's loaded in the calendar, when you go to the run activity, it will pop up as the first option there. So, right. and it's like, like I'm almost get my music going and stuff, like trying to get that all worked out. I was like, uh, I'm not getting paid to 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 plug Beats headphones that I that I hate. Right. I think they're the worst the worst Apple product ever created. That I have the Beats Flex, but the nice thing about them is like they they go around your neck, and when you put them the two the two the two earphones together, there's a magnet that sucks them together. Mm. It hits pause on the music player on my Garmin. So like. I have my music all set to go and I take them off and just put them around my, my neck. And then like when, when the, right before the like I, I can have them off and then right, right, right before race time and they're doing the announcements, I can just throw them back on and it, and it cues the music up and I can have my little, my little, my little, uh, racing workout ready to go. It's like, it's like trying like, like the, the nice little tools that Garmin has for you, like, like the pace predictors and stuff like that are like, 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 too too crazy to get go through all those menus at at, yeah. at a start, starting line because it's like I'm I'll be looking like a crack addict just shaking <laughs> like trying to get my stuff going because it's like it's like I gotta get this going you know it's you know it's like they they don't it's like the starting line doesn't wait for anybody so well and if you start it too early then it reset then it's like resets from inactivity if yes you exactly it too late, then you don't yes exactly yep exactly thank you that thank you thank you thank you like I said that's I happened to me like like a, a, I don't know, recent race, I'm like, don't, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Do that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it does that too. Like if you get in, if you get into the menus too early. Yeah. Now timing off for inactivity. Yep. Yep. And then, and then you got to reconnect to the signal and it's a whole, it's a whole thing that, uh, yes, yes. Is, is a pain, but, um, so, so, you know, we've been kind of all over the place, which is, which is fine. But, um, uh, one thing that I know you've been doing at least a little bit lately, and I don't know if it's been if it's been part of the the mix for a while, but getting into some some multi sport things, some triathlons, some duathlons, is that is that been on the agenda for for a long time, or is that something that's been a little bit more recent for you, Tommy? That's a newer thing, um, and uh, that's a that's a that's a, a a life that's 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 my life or the universe, so to speak, is like. I can I can go in certain I can be pulled in certain directions and I and I will go kicking and screaming and like that's where I need to be in life 
<laughs> and like 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 all the you look back, you're like oh, all the pieces of the puzzles just came together. And I'm like when I first moved down to Florida, like like I I um I was looking for groups to cycle with because I had a great cycling group when I lived in Minneapolis that I I, I loved the community there so much. Um, and it was like I loved I loved riding my bike as much as I could, and so I wanted to get plugged in down here. And I came down here, and um, a lot of the cyclists in the area were triathletes. So I kind of, like I said, that kind of was pushing me in that direction. And, and of course I, I've always loved running and biking as those two, those two, like, like I said, like when I was a little kid, like me and me and my my best friend, we, we'd always ride all over the place on our bikes. We probably do like five miles regularly. Like I, one of these days I'm going to go, going to go try to map that stuff out to see how far I really rode. But it was like, it was like, like, I mean, I just, I remember like we'd be chasing fire trucks, you know, in a small town, you'd hear them going, you'd take off, you want to go see the house burning, you know, where'd they go, you know, chase the fire trucks. So like make a little races of it <clears throat> and do silly things like that. Um, but, um, uh, so like, I, I like, um, and I always liked cycling in like in 2000 when I was running my best and that was, I had, uh, that was when I, I did like, um, and like, I, like the, the whole, the whole marathon thing and running was always like out, like outside of, like, I never had the desire to do a marathon in, in, um, when I was running high school or college. Um, and to, to me, like, like there was a family, family friend of ours, uh, that was a, a pilot and he, he used to always qualify for Boston. And that was like, I remember that in the, in our town, that was a, a very big thing, you know? And it's like, like seeing him, it was like, okay, as I, as I said before, he would, he had the gift from the gods of running. And it was like, like he was a superstar. And it's like, for me to, to put myself in his shoes was just like, like, I wouldn't even dare, dare to think of that, you know? So like I, I had always written off marathons because I was just like beyond what's, what's possible in, in, in my world. So like this would have been like 1996 and, um, at that time, my sister said, she's like, she's like, she says, well, guess what? I'm going to go run the Disney marathon this year. And I said, I, I go, are you crazy? And remember, remember she's, she's, a, she's, she's daring and tough. So like, if she puts her mind to something, she'll be able to do it. And it's like, I know it's like, I go, 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 are you crazy? And she goes, she goes, well, Aaron, ra uh, Aaron ran it last year. And Aaron was a, a friend of, friend of ours from high school. And I used to ride in the back of her. Mazda RX-7 to school, high school, <laughs> and I'm like, if she can do it, I can do it. <laughs> that was that was like that's like like silly, but it's like she was a t she played tennis, so she was somewhat athletic. So she, I, I'm like, if she could if she could finish a marathon, I could finish a marathon. So, and if my sister signed up for this, so it's like it's kind of more kind of like a, a dare, you know. Mm -hmm. If she's gonna do it, I can do it. And uh, so I signed up and did the 96. And of course, I had just been hired for Disney, so that was extra. Mm -hmm. Like I, I liked to get coming down here as much as I could because I had silver passes. I could go to the parks as much as I wanted to, mm -hmm. and had like the fat discounts. <laughs> <laughs> so I was told my friends, "You get me down there, I got the house and board for you. <laughs> I can get you in the parks for free." And it was the best deal ever. Um, so what was so, that? What was that first marathon like? I mean, you know, from from that was in, in high school and college. Like, yeah, it's a big big jump to the twenty six point two. That was that was. And, and it's like, this is like this, this is, this is something people, people need to hear is, is the fact that like there wasn't training, like we have training these days. It's like, I figured just run as many miles as possible. And I would like run to my work, which was like 15 miles away. And I, I this is this, like I said, the whole daring thing 
that's where I thrive. You put yourself in that situation. Okay, you got you have to get to work. So there's no cutting out. There's no there's no smartphone to save you. And call an Uber. It's like I had to like I they'd be like we'd have like two feet of snow on the ground and I'd be running in the road because that was the only thing that was flat. But it was like and it's like we had like locker room and everything that was like it was I I worked in a building that was the, the old Josh Justin's National Headquarters, which was like the company makes the class rings and yearbooks. And it was like they had like a swimming pool in the basement and everything. And like, it was really awesome. And there were bike trails and I would used to be able to ride my bike to work all the time, going back to the bike thing. But it's like, it's like, it's like I I would just run to work as much as I could. And I remember I went to the, to the shoe store and my, there's a, there's a a kid I knew that was a great cross country runner. And he's like, he's like, these are the best shoes we have. So I bought a pair of New Balance 1220s (laughs) with some really nice orthotics in them Mm -hmm. and like that was, that was, that was going to make me run fast. <laughs> and that was a shoe they retired. So I could b- buy the same, same model for like the next, next five years, which, which is a great idea. But like at some point you're like, I'm tired of just running in the woods with blue stripes on the side. <laughs> give me, give me purple or pink or something or like that, you know, cause it, cause it gets, gets, yes, yeah, you want, you want, you want something new when you get by something new. Um, but so I just ran as much as possible with no, like I said, I knew how long it took. I knew how long the distance was to go to work because I I drove there in my car, but I had no watches that that did timing or anything like that. And like, um, so I was I was just I just planned on just having plenty of mileage and plenty of fitness. So like riding my bike as much as possible was the plan, and and uh, running as much. And like I said, I was always always in I was in for I was always in for a long distance challenge. And that was, I I mean, like I, like I, I knew that Aaron did it and, um, um, I'm like, like if she could, like if some, some, a friend of mine could do it, then it was doable for me. And I'm sure she trained hard for it. (laughs) I don't want to disrespect her in any way for that, for, for what she did. But like, that was like, like I just, just, it just, it made something so far away reachable for me. Mm And I was just like I said, that was that was exciting for me because I had I just been hired by Disney, and. Uh, and how, uh, how did the race go? Was it was it? It went it went good. It went pretty well. I just knew it was being long. Mm-hmm. I I've done I had done like, like ten mile races before in Janesville, Wisconsin. Like I I used to drive all over the place to races because I had no team to run with, <laughs> and like it's like like I I did a lot of crazy races. Um, this was this was prior to like the. Uh, uh, Spartan races and all that kind of stuff, and I did like uh, in Chicago European steeplechases, which was were, were like like through the through creeks where the ice was cracked. That <laughs> it's like make the stuff in Florida look girly style, <laughs> like the real stuff. And Gatorade had a steeplechase at Grant Park that I did all those. I did as much as those as I could. Um, I just loved the challenge of them, you know. Um, and uh, like I said, I had been, I had run like like the ten mile. I just knew that since I had run longer races, like that it's just going to be a long race. So I just had to to suffer through it. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's where we're going to wrap this one up. A little different ending than normal today. Uh, not going to go into the details of why, with respect to to privacy and and all those types of things. Um, but definitely decided post post recording to come back and uh, clip this one off a little bit early. So no philosophical question. 
this time. But uh, if, if we're if we're able to get Tommy back on the show again at some point down the road, we'll ask him two. How about that? We'll, we'll get two philosophical questions from uh, my man Tommy next time. But do want to remind you uh, that Tommy's social media handle is uh, at RunFast2WinFL. That's the number two. RunFast, the number two, WinFL on Instagram. Dizruns.com slash 1144. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. Links photos and of course tommy's social media handle will be there as well so we are still gonna do do takeaways i'm still gonna offer a takeaway today because i still think even though uh we had to, to kind of clip the conversation a little bit shorter than planned uh there's there was still some nuggets there was still some good things to gather from today's episode and, and as always i'd be curious to hear what stood out to you if you're willing to share it but i'll, I'll let you know mine first and uh, it was something that Tommy was talking about when we were talking about uh, some of his, his 5K races and one of them where he, he threw down pretty good and, and went for it and, you know, ran it. I can't remember the exact number, 16-something, 1620-something-odd for, for a 5K, which, uh, you know, unless you're like, you know, really running at, at a pretty high level. If you're, if you're an adult, if you're me, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not going to speak for everybody. If you're me, 1622, whoo, that's getting after it. That's, that's way getting after it. Um, but of course, as always, when we're talking about pace and speed and things like that, it's it's relative and it scales up and down. But but one thing that Tommy said in there is that um, you know he kind of felt like maybe he was going a little too fast, but just decided to go for it. And sometimes on race day, you know, like like we might have our plans, we might have our our paces, and we want to we want to run at this pace. Um, but sometimes, you know, you, you sometimes it's a race. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a race. And if and if you're the type of runner like I am who is somewhat motivated, somewhat driven by pace and speed and trying to get faster um, at, at a variety of distances, certainly not, not to, in any rush to test myself at a 5K. But if I were to run a 5K, by God, I would run it hard. I would try to run as fast as I could. Um, sometimes you got to go for it. Sometimes you got to lay it, lay it on the line, hope for the best, hope that you're not going to blow up, you know, somewhere before, uh, uh, you know, in, in the last quarter of the race before you get to the finish line. Which is always possible, you know. When you when you go for it, when you throw it down, it's always possible that you're gonna you're gonna blow up. But one thing that, that Tommy also said when we were talking about that, and he mentioned just you know, got to go for it, is that the more times you do that, the more comfortable you get in terms of of trying to pace it, in terms of holding on, um, in terms of of grinding and getting to the finish line. And I think that that's that somewhere in there is is a takeaway for me and and as I've talked about a few times you know not trying to throw down on a marathon because I'm so far from my Boston qualifying time um but maybe there's something in there in terms of you know not that I run a lot of races but maybe the next time I run a marathon whatever that might be to really go for it and sure I'm not going I'm probably not going to BQ like I'm probably not going to knock a, a 45 45 minutes off my my uh, PR time for the marathon um but if I go for it push and and maybe go a little bit harder than uh, than than what I would think I would go right now and just kind of cruise and get a few minute PR because I think I'm in much better shape. I think a PR isn't a guarantee, but is close to a guarantee without without a, a maximal effort. But if I give that maximal effort, sure I might blow up. You know, sure I might I might really struggle for the last the last few miles um, and maybe end up not PRing. But maybe that makes the next big attempt. Maybe ultimately. That helps to make subsequent attempts until I get to that BQ go that much stronger because I've pushed myself to that level a few more times because I've gotten into that pain cave because I've pushed and my body's responded and I've done more than I thought was capable of. So, so my takeaway is is just you know that that sometimes you got to go for it on race day. Um, good, bad, or good, bad, or ugly, you got to go for it because you learn and it helps you grow 
and maybe maybe just maybe you surprise yourself in a good way or maybe just maybe it moves you a little bit closer to that next race where you surprise yourself in a good way um but one way or the other going for it on race day maybe not a bad idea maybe not a bad idea so that was my takeaway. What about you? As as always, like, like I said earlier, if you'd like to share it, I'd love to hear it. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. Please feel free to shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to head back to the show notes for today, where, like I said earlier, we've got Tommy's, you know, social media handles. We've got some, fo- we've got lots of photos. Uh, probably didn't, probably not including all the photos that Tommy sent, but he sent over a bunch. We have a, a handful in there. Um, and of course, there's that comment section down at the bottom of the page, disruns.com slash 1144, disruns.com slash 1144. Get you back to the show notes for today. Leave yourself, uh, you know, thoughts, feedbacks, takeaways in that comment section. Always appreciate hearing from y'all. And, and you know, when there's something that stands out to you from an episode, love to hear that as well. Uh, one last call for the heart rate training keys, or I guess one last call for today. I'll probably mention it again a few times here and there. Uh, but if you're if you're in the market, if you're if you're dipping your toes in the heart rate training, maybe thinking about it, wanting to get started, struggling a little bit, uh, hopefully these seven keys will be helpful for you. And like I said, easy to digest, easy to read through in just a few minutes. It's not it's not some big thick tome. If you want the tome, go get the Maffetone book. That's you know 480 pages of deep deep discussion, good discussion, but that's deep. If you want uh, you know seven pages of very simple discussion, check out. Uh, disruns.com slash heart rate keys disruns.com slash heart rate keys all one word all jumbled together that'll take you to a landing page enter your name and email and i will email you that out obviously it's all automated it gets taken care of uh but it'll get sent right over to you and uh dig in and hopefully find it useful like i said if there's if there's one tip in there that's helpful for you then it's probably useful right then it's probably worth worth taking the the two minutes to to make it happen um, and maybe make your heart rate training process that much smoother which uh you know not for nothing kind of Tommy talked about it a little bit not specifically heart rate but running easy it works it works y'all it really does so check it out disruns.com slash heart rate keys and with that we'll go ahead and wrap this one up y'all thanks for the time thanks for the attention thanks for taking Tommy and I with you today and until next time y'all be well take good care thanks again for listening and uh, we'll talk soon right later y'all